I think it's going to happen. I really do. Something big's coming. I can feel it. And then I'll ultimately be disappointed when we sign somebody with half a leg. These Bears rumors are exhausting. Like I said, this is more than a little bit more than just a rumor at this point. I feel like next week we're going to be talking about Brett Favre. He'd be better than Nick Foles, I think, at this point. What is he, like 48, 50? He's fucking old. He's got, he's got to be 50 by now. He's over 50, I think. He can throw on those jeans, throw the ball around. I think he'll be good to go. That's all he needed. They needed to let him not wear football pants, but wear jeans instead. It would have been a game changer. The Bears click every box, except maybe the roster. No, I think the roster. <laughs> I just think the roster is better than you give it credit for. I really do. I How think about the coaching? You're undervaluing or, or the front office. What do you mean? What's wrong with the front office? You're kidding, right? Outside of quarterback, I think he's done a decent job. Oh, my God. Made the playoffs two out of the last three years with the bottom five quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah, you got to have something for that, huh? And I think... You I t- mean, didn't you, wasn't wasn't it you that said take Russell the Wilson? Don't even count on, as a playoff on. team. Take Russell Wilson off the Seahawks. How many wins do they have? Put Mitch Trubisky or Nick Foles on there. How many wins do they have? Talking about Ryan Pace right now. I don't care. I'm just saying. The quarterback position is the most important. It has the most effect on the rest of the team. Yeah, and he's had like four chances to get it right. Yeah, and like I said, that his quarterback. Selection has been horrid, and if he doesn't get one of these top three guys, he's probably gone. To get too much into it, but the Robert Quinn deal is looking like one of the worst free agent signings for the Bears in like the past two decades. I wouldn't go that far. (laughs) The Jimmy Graham one is up there as well. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You just told me what's wrong I, with Ryan Pace. I understand the reasoning behind it, but the bright that wasn't the right pick. What about Haha? Although that wasn't a lot of money. Welcome back. We are officially into March, and the new league year in free agency is right around the corner. But first, we have to discuss some swirling rumors around Russell Wilson and whether or not the Bears can bring him to the Windy City. Now, we'll start off with you, Sweeps. Is this actually possible? Can the Bears pull this off? Of course it's possible. And I think that it's a little bit more than a rumor at this point when we have reports coming from the agent himself and reports coming from the likes of Adam Schefter and all these reliable guys that report things. I think this is a little bit more than just a rumor. All the other quarterback rumors were legitimately rumors coming from beat reporters from like Philadelphia and all that. So I think this has a real likelihood to happen. He gave the four teams, the Bears were on it, and I think the Bears are 
probably the most desperate team in the league right now. Can you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. In full transparency, I honestly believed from the start with all this Russell Wilson stuff, I believed it truly was rumors. I still don't think he's going to be out of Seattle by the start of this season. I do think he'll be with the Seahawks. But with all the heat that's being caught up in this, I think it's necessary to discuss it because if it's a possibility, Russell Wilson is a big-time player, and that, that's a franchise-altering quarterback, regardless of where he'd potentially end up. And you're absolutely right. The Bears are very desperate right now. Ryan Pace, Matt Nagy, they are on the hot seat, as we've discussed this offseason. And that would be a big splash that could help keep them around. There's reports today that the Seahawks are kind of angry with Russell Wilson or upset and that they are now actually – taking calls as they were previously not taking calls. So this is very interesting storyline. I think that the relationship between the Seahawks and Russell Wilson has really faltered and gotten out of hand with Russ making comments about getting hit too much things about like storming out of meetings, Pete Carroll's philosophy of running the ball and relying on defense that Russell Wilson wants to be the main guy. He wants to throw the ball 40, 50 times a game. He wants to be the guy and have a great legacy. And I think Chicago could be the place that do it. Yeah. It's really hard to blame him for how he feels those ways because yeah, they haven't had a good offensive line in what feels like years, although they do have some good weapons. So it's hard to be, it's hard for me to see him being too upset with his situation. Yeah, that defense wasn't very good this year, but they did go out and trade two first-round picks for Jamal Adams. They're clearly trying to be in a win-now mode, and it would seem counterproductive for the Seahawks to trade away Russell Wilson. But as we've said before, the quarterbacks have a lot of power in their organization. He has quite a bit of leverage right now. And this is a legit possibility that he could be on the move this offseason. Now, for a package for Russell Wilson, what do you think it would take? Let's let's just, I guess, stick to the Bears. What do you think the Bears would have to offer to get Russell Wilson into Chicago? Before I talk about the offer, I will respond to what you just said. Like I said about Pete Carroll's philosophy, I think that Pete Carroll thinks he can win with a game manager. So if you're getting rid of Russell Wilson and you can get a great package and you can bring in a quarterback who you, who you don't necessarily need to be this guy who puts up 40-something touchdowns, why wouldn't you get rid of him? If you think you can win without him and you don't need it and you're overpaying for a quarterback that you don't need, does that kind of have grounds to it? I mean, I guess I could kind of see it from that perspective, but it's so hard to win in the playoffs without an elite quarterback. They won, though. They've already won. When they won Super Bowls, he was a game manager. He was not whipping the ball around. Oh, I'd be the first to agree that Russell Wilson was not yet Russell Wilson when they won that Super Bowl. So I do agree to that point. But they also had a historically good defense. Yeah. They don't have that anymore. Not even close. The defense hasn't been great. But if you can rebuild that, I think, and of course the relationship has a lot to do with it. If he doesn't want to be there and they're in this argument stage, just get rid of him and let's see if we can build what we've already won on before. I mean, too, it's also hard to rebuild that because they don't have any picks. They trade them for Jamal Adams. 
Yeah. Well, if you're so, going to get a so huge a package, well, let's get into the package then. I think three first rounders, because you can only give three. I, I believe you can't trade four years into the future, so it would have to be three. And maybe a second and some mid-rounders. And if they want a defensive player, oof, that's a lot. Roquan Smith, I would even throw in. That's a lot. That's a lot. So three first rounders, a second, maybe a fifth, and Roquan Smith. That's a ton. If you th- all right, I'm gonna jump to the Seahawks real quick. If you throw in Roquan Smith, can you imagine that linebacker room? Bobby Wagner, KJ Wright, Roquan Smith, and basically Jamal Adams. I, I don't know if they'd want someone like Roquan Smith. Who else? Who else is out there that you think the Bears would offer that be they'd be interested in? Jalen Johnson. Jalen Johnson, Bilal Nichols. Since they've put an emphasis on rebuilding that front, I think Bilal Nichols would be a good option. And if they wanted to, they could. We could part with Eddie Goldman, but that would put us in a big hole because we we saw how it went without a nose tackle this season. But those are some guys that could potentially be dealt. I'm not. Do you think they're going to want a defensive piece? I think they would. I th- I think they definitely would want a play at least a player coming back. And there's not too many guys on the Bears I'd see because if you're trading Russell Wilson, I think they would want someone relatively young, don't you think? Yeah. I think they would so use I, these Bears pieces, maybe draft a quarterback, and find a bridge. It's a weird situation the Seahawks are in because they're lacking picks, so they can't really rebuild. And I don't even think they'd want to rebuild because what you were saying earlier is how they think they can win with an average quarterback, but they, they, they're going to need a lot of help. And I wouldn't call it a rebuild. Need a big package. I think I would more call it a retool. That's fair. So if the Bears give up three first-round picks, and we'll say a defensive player, we don't necessarily know who it will be, how does that make their outlook going forward? They'll have the quarterback, the one thing they've been missing for a long time. So what what would be the next step? Where would they go from there? I think that one of the reasons – that Russell thinks he can leave is he can pull a Tom Brady and he thinks that he can go to a new team. Say he comes to the bears and he can attract some free agents that would maybe come, maybe come for cheaper. So I think that would be a good step for the bears. If we got two, three free agents to come in because Russell Wilson came here, I think the bears would be in a full win now mode and the future because the defense is aging as we all know, I think there is there is still a pretty decent-sized window if you get Russell Wilson because we made the playoffs last year with Mitchell Trubisky and Nick Foles. We had a 5-1 and one start. Can you imagine what this team could do with an actual quarterback? I think, I think it's a little bit – the team just doesn't get enough credit for what it's done. This isn't like a shit show. This isn't like a New York – this team has actually done things the past couple of years. So I don't know what your thought so is on you, that. Would you say that Russell Wilson going from Seattle to Chicago, would you say that's upgrading his situation or downgrading? I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that I think Russell Wilson would be better on the Bears than he would be better on the Seahawks. Wow. And I can go I, into that. Going I can go way. into that if you'd like. Let's hear it. So – Obviously, the defense is a huge thing, right? 
So I think Sean Desai is going to rebound this defense into top five territory. I could be wrong, but I strongly believe that. And if you want to get on the offensive side of the ball, what O-line do you think is better right now without before free agency? I think they're pretty close considering the Bears O-line rebounded nicely towards the end of the season. It's hard to say because I, I'll start off by saying I think both offensive lines are pretty poor. But you have a lot different level of quarterback play for each team, so it really makes it hard to evaluate which line is better. So I'm going to I'm gonna leave it as a wash as for right now. Right. And if we want to get into weapons, I think I think they're also pretty similar. I think Allen Robinson is similar to DK. I think DK is a little bit better, probably around the number five area for best wide receivers. I think Allen Robinson's around the six to seven range. Is that fair? Yeah, if they if they bring back, I Allen think Robinson. if they sign. If they trade for Russell Wilson, A-Rob is – it's definitely – I think he's already going to get tagged, but I think he's definitely going to come back if we get Russell Wilson. And then we get into the number two range. I think Mooney is going to be a stud. and I just think the weapons are similar. See, I actually – I'd give a big advantage to Seattle really? on the weapons. Really? Go into that. Yeah. I, I just think – I think DK is really a special player. And I know a lot of people were down on him before the draft, myself included. He's just such a unique athlete and such a unique player that he presents such a challenge to the other team that you have to be wary of him every single play, more than most guys, even more so than guys that are probably better than him. He's just such a mismatch, and he's something that so many defenses have to game plan for. And... I think that's really the big thing. Now, Allen Robinson, I think, is a very good player. And if he's back, that really helps. But this, Seattle also has Lockett, who's also a good player and, and more experienced than Mooney. Yeah, Mooney has some, some good upside. But I think weapons-wise, I think Russell will be wor- walking into a worse situation from that standpoint. Can you really – like? because they already have Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson enhances what you already have. I understand Dorsett or Lockett is a really good player. He's a thousand yard receiver, but Russell or Allen Robinson has never had a quarterback before, and he's putting up amazing numbers. Mooney was overthrown multiple times throughout the season, and he's a rookie. And what we can get into the tight ends. Who's the Seahawks tight end? Disley? Will Disley? It, yeah. I think Cole Komet has a really bright future. And then we can get in the running backs. Chris Carson, Penny, is that who? Carson might be gone? But... Yeah, who's their running back? <laughs> David Montgomery is I, a one thousand. A... I think it's a lot more closer than you think. The Seahawks might have a slight edge, but if you bring over Russell Wilson, he's enhancing everything you already have, plus the free agents that are going to come over. I don't think it's too yeah, far and, apart. And a lot of that is assumed here. And you also got to think, if the Bears, let's say the Bears did trade for Russell Wilson, they're losing a lot of picks. They're going to be losing probably three first-round picks, maybe more other picks than that as well. Let's think, you know, two, three years down the line, what's this roster going to look like? You got guys like Akeem Hicks, Khalil Mack getting older, and just 
some some of their better players all around getting older, and you're not going to have a lot of picks to kind of recoup that talent and keep this roster at a high level. What's to say Russell Wilson's going to find himself in a worse situation in a few years and want out again? That is a very fair point, but Ryan Pace has shown that the middle of the draft is his specialty. We can just look at the past draft. Jalen Johnson, Cole Komet, Mooney, those are all second to mid-round picks. And they all look like they're going to be very high quality starters. Well, those are their first two, first three picks in the draft. Mooney wasn't the first; it was like the fifth pick. He was he was the last pick of the. We had three fifth round picks, I believe. He was the last. Oh, okay. But still, and I take that back. But still, their first two picks. I mean, I mean, look at the Rams. The Rams have, are not going to have a first round pick for like seven years, and I think they're going to be just fine. It just really depends on how Ryan Pace would draft in the middle and if he drafted poorly you're right this could be a very rough situation in three to four years i like how you bring up the rams point because you know what makes is helping the rams stay so good well mcbay it's coaching yeah and not to be too hard on Nagy here but he's no sean mcvay that's fair but i think <laughs> matt Nagy has had his struggles for sure but I think if you give him a quarterback, that's all he's been wanting is just give me a quarterback and I'll show you what I can do. I mean, we'll see, but I mean, weren't they saying that when he got Foles though, that was, that was his guy. Oh, come on. I mean, I know I was a little bit more hyped on Foles cause we never have a quarterback and <laughs> that's the best thing we could get. I don't know. He, we've seen Foles is not the answer. And if you, if you thought that, Nagy was going to turn Foles into an MVP. I think that was silly. I think we were just asking for him to be average, and he couldn't even do that. All right, so we've we've talked quite a bit about if the Bears were to get Russell Wilson, what would happen. Now let's talk about if they are not able to get Russell Wilson. Then what's next for the Bears? You got to hope that you can get one of these top three guys and Dak Watson, Wilson, or even Derek Carr. But I don't think Derek Carr is going anywhere. If you can't get any of those guys, bears are in some serious trouble. I think Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace's jobs are, I think they're toast because you're going to have to rely on a rookie quarterback and a bridge. Who's your bridge going to be? Nick Foles. Who's it going to be? <laughs> That's a great point. I mean, they're in some serious trouble, and they need to win now. That's why I think that this, they're the most desperate team in the NFL, and there's been rumors that they have the largest package right now. I don't. We don't know. It's just a rumor. Not saying for Wilson, but for Watson, there was a rumor that the Bears' offer was just ginormous, and they would be stupid not to take it. But I'm going to get into some reasons why I think Russell Wilson would want to come here because we have to compete with four other teams. Is that right? That's true. I mean, it's probably more than four teams. But, yeah, for, I guess for the sake of conversation. Let's just let's stick to the four because that's all that's been reported. So I th- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something. Some of these things have already been reported. Some of them are in my own opinion. Uh, you just tell me if they're legit or not or legitimate. Okay? Sure. So – one of the reasons is that the Bears are going to give him more control within the offense. And 
he doesn't necessarily have that right now. Like he wants to throw the ball 40, 50 times a game and he wants to be the reason why they win, which is what I stated earlier. Do you think that's legitimate? I mean, sure, sure. I'll 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 give you that, I guess. I'm not He loves not the city and he wants a big market for him and his wife. That's fair. That's fair. Chicago is a big market and he's a proven quarterback. So it's likely to be not a negative because a big market for a young quarterback that's not not really hit his peak yet. That could be a little intimidating. It could be hard. We saw what it did to Mitch. So I don't think it has the cons with a guy like Russell Wilson who's more established in the league. And this one kind of goes with that one. But he knows that this is a sports city and Chicago is massive. Um, the franchise, What the franchise would do for his legacy would outweigh what he's done in Seattle. Yeah, the moment – that would happen. He would have keys to the city. He would be beloved by the entire Chicagoland area. That that goes without, without saying, really. So it is, it is a great opportunity from a legacy standpoint. I can agree to that. Now, this next one I think would be a big one, but it hasn't really been reported that this is matters, and that's the defense. And the defense is obviously playoff ready, and it has been reported nowhere that that is a big reason for him wanting to come here. I'm not sure if you th- do you think that's why, or do you think he just, like I said, for the first option, he wants to be the key and have control with the offense and throw the ball a ton. Well, it's definitely it, the Bears' defense is definitely better than what the Seahawks put out there last year. Now, the Seahawks' defense is still talented, but it seems to be a little more of a question mark than the Bears. I feel like the Bears, we kind of know what we're going to get, it's a good defense. I don't think it's great anymore, but I, I think you might disagree with that. But it's definitely a, a defense that's going to keep you in the game. That's for sure. And with a better offense, maybe that defense could even take it up a notch or two. So, they won, so yeah, it, they won it, eight games with one of the worst offenses in the league. <laughs> I mean, if we had a bad defense, I think we'd win like two games. So. Oh, oh yeah, without a doubt. I'm not. I'm not saying by any means it's a bad defense. I'm saying it's a good defense. Now, obviously, I mentioned the Tom Brady thing, where you come here and bring a bunch of free agents with them. I think that's a given. But let's let's look at some of these other teams and what where do you think would be the best option for him? Raiders, Cowboys, Saints, and Bears. Um. Well, I'll I'll start off with the Saints. I think that would be a real nice situation for the first year or so, but that cap is going to catch up with them. And I think that is going to be an absolute nightmare for them to get out of. So in the long term, maybe not the best idea. Uh, The Cowboys, they have a lot of talent and we know how I feel about Mike McCarthy, but it could be an option. I don't see why, the Cowboys would trade assets to acquire a guy like Russell Wilson when they can just pay their guy in Dak Prescott. I think that makes a lot more sense for them. And then, so I think, yeah, the, I think the Raiders, if I were Russell Wilson, that would be where I would want to go. I think they have a good line. They spent three early picks on wide receivers last year, a lot of draft capital. They have a lot of youth on both sides of the ball. That defense did struggle last year, but there's some young talent there. There's a lot to work with. And I think that would be 
from a football standpoint alone, it would be probably the the best bet. Really, for Russell I think that now and in the future, the worst out of my list in terms of just football standpoint. If I um, why is that? Their defense has been at the bottom of the league for a very long time, and I know you said they have young talent, but they have proven that they just can't get it right. And does replacing Derek Carr, who is a arguably a top 12, 13 quarterback, does that do enough? Can you compete with Kansas City with just an offense? I, I don't think they can. I don't think they're on Kansas City's level with Russell Wilson. So you just I think you're coming into a situation where, uh, like it is, it is right now for them, they can score a lot of points, but they let up like 30 points a game. And I don't, I don't think that's a good option. And on top of that, oh, I think sorry, they are going to be giving up two first round picks and then swapping Derek Carr. So then you're just hurting your chance to build the defense even further. Well, they've already used plenty of picks on their defense. It's just a matter of these guys developing and becoming good players. They have first and second year guys that should be cornerstone pieces to that defense. Now, there's no guarantee when it comes to development. I'll be the first to admit that just because you draft a guy high doesn't mean he's going to be good. But they definitely have a lot of guys with the potential to be difference makers on defense. And if a few of these guys turn into that, the defense can have a night and day difference from what we saw last year. Until I now, see it, I'm not betting on it. Just me personally. But the same thing with the Cowboys. Our defense is pretty poor. I think their offense is very good. I think with Russell Wilson, they could be at the top of the NFC, no problem. But what, like like you said, why would you trade picks when you already have a quarterback of that same caliber? I think Dak and Russ are very similar. So wait, let's let's pump the brakes and go back. So you, you said the Cowboys with Russell Wilson would have one of the best offenses in the league, which I agree to. However, their O-line is not the same anymore. So that is a problem as well. But they have... Probably some of the best weapons in the NFC, no doubt. So you don't think the Raiders would have? In terms of, I think they would, but you, the defense is the worst. Like I said, it's the one of the worst in the NFL, bottom five. Do they? You think they can outscore the likes of Kansas City and the Bills and all of them with what they have? And I then mean, they're letting up. You're gonna have to score 35 points a game just to keep up with that horrid defense. I think with Russell Wilson, they're looking like one of the best offenses in the NFL. And at that point to beat legit contenders, you just have to have an average defense. And then we, of course, John Gruden, I think is a probably the number one reason why he wants to go there. I think they have a pretty good relationship, but yeah, I, I'm going to stand by it. I think, I think going to the saints is probably the best option for him, but for just in terms of a football standpoint, but I don't think that's all that necessarily matters the most to him. Yeah, the like we're saying, the Saints are in a mess. So it just doesn't. Whether, yeah, if they they're can't. able to figure out the money, yeah, it would be a solid move. But they would have to dump off Thomas and some big names just to fit and, the cap. I feel like, and that's the thing. They're not gonna if you trade for Russell Wilson, you're not gonna have the the picks to replenish what you've lost due to money. And that just seems like a disaster down the line, but for next year and maybe the year after that, that could be pretty exciting to see what Russell Wilson could do in a saints uniform. And it's interesting how most of these teams are in the NFC three out of the four. 
I think that is a big reason he wants to stay in in, in a weaker NFC. I, I think just that Raiders, it's just man, why would they just give away two first rounders like that? You already have a good quarterback. Like build that defense the best you can. You See, just, I I like Derek Carr, maybe not as much as you, but he I love doesn't he doesn't move the needle like Russell Wilson does. I think it's an I think it's a night and day difference between a top five quarterback and a top twelve to fifteen quarterback. I think there's a huge difference between the two, and I think the Raiders become so much of a better team than they are with Derek Carr if they were to get Russell Wilson. So if you were the GM of that team, you'd be willing to give two first rounders, Derek Carr, maybe a mid rounder, and you think that would be significant of an upgrade enough to compete with Kansas City and all them boys. Yeah, and you, I do, and you also got to think the Raiders two years ago had three first round picks. Last year they had a bunch of picks. They they've used plenty of draft. They're one of the teams that I could see being okay long term, with with losing out on two or three first round picks for Russell Wilson. They're the only team on this list that I can see being okay with that down the line. So looking at everything not just in terms of football, but everything like legacy city he's going to, what he wants to do. And we haven't even gotten mentioned like philanthropy and all that stuff that he likes to get into. What team do you think is the best fit with everything that he's been reported to want and stuff that I've stated above? Well, I mean, really the only person that can answer that is Russell Wilson. I'm not going to speculate, but I'm asking you. I I don't have the first guess of where he'd want to be. If you want you want me to say the biggest market, then sure, Chicago. But I'm I don't have too much. I don't know everything that's going on in his head on where he'd like to be. You're skating so around I, the question. <laughs> I I can't answer the question. Well, that it's a how, it's how a. Do you, how it's do you want me to answer that question? Yeah. Are you saying if like if I were Russell Wilson, where would I want to go? With Based everything that? involved, yes. Because that, that wasn't the original question. The question was where would he want to go based on what he said. I mean, if you want to talk about legacy, where would be the best place for him to go legacy-wise? I don't think it would be the Bears. I think it would be the Cowboys. That's America's team. It still is, even though they really have under underachieved for decades now. That would be... I think the number one legacy place for Russell Wilson. I think Chicago would be second. If he brought a Super Bowl to the Bears, that I think a Super Bowl to the Cowboys. uh, Either way, it's true. They're both pretty close, if not bigger. I just don't think the Cowboys is a realistic option for him, considering they have Dak. I just think it doesn't make sense. I agree. I agree to that. I just keep coming back to the Bears. It just everything keeps coming back. To this side, and that goes on the Bears side too. That they're the most desperate. It's just it all makes sense. Now, does the one that makes the most sense always happen? No, it doesn't. He could go to a team that's not even on this list, like we said earlier. So it seems you've convinced yourself. Oh, I'm convinced that the Bears are getting Russell Wilson. So I did want to talk about a little bit some of the quarterbacks in the upcoming draft. We know that you've been on record saying how much you like Zach Wilson. And with the Bears picking 20th, that's probably not an option. 
So do you see any consolation prize for guys a little bit later in the draft? You just want Maybe me to talk about the... Sam Ellinger, don't you? No, no, I'm talking <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm talking first and second round. Do you see like which quarterbacks do you have your eyes on the Bears drafting I don't... to be their starter? This is assuming the Bears didn't get Russell Wilson, obviously. I don't think they would go for a second round option. I think that if they didn't land one of these big fish that they'd be trading up into the draft and two first rounders, three first rounders, whatever they got to do to get to the top three. I think that's what's going to happen. So you, you're confident in saying that they'll trade up? Unless one of the For, guys falls, which Mac Jones might and, fall, it's possible. One of those bottom three out of the who, first round. So in this tier, who, who do you have in this that you're just talking about right now? Fields. Do you think he could fall? I think it's I th- anything's possible. I don't see so guys like Lawrence not falling. Of course not. I don't see I don't see Wilson falling outside of the top five. I don't see Fields falling outside of the top five or ten, maybe top ten. And Trey Lance, I see, is probably a top fifteen pick as well. So if he dropped to so, fifteen, that wouldn't cost that much to move up to fifteen. No, it wouldn't. And I, I'd I mean, be happy would, with Lance. I mean, it, I'd rather it would, have it would, it would cost a decent amount. I'd rather have Lance than Fields personally. Not hearing too much from a Mac Jones and uh well it's been Kyle rumored Trash that standpoint. Mac Jones is the perfect fit for Matt Nagy's offense, is what I've been hearing. But how could you sell that to the franchise to anybody? You can't sell that. A, fir- a first round pick quarterback, you don't think they could sell? They sold Nick Foles last offseason. You could definitely Their sell jobs are on pick. the line. Are you going to put it on Mac Jones? They might have to. They are running out of options. I just want Zach Wilson, but I don't know if that's going to happen. <laughs> it's, it's starting to seem like a pipe dream if, at this point. I'm not going to rule it out. but If he falls to the number three spot behind Fields, or if somehow, because tr- there's been some rumors of Trey Lance jumping some of these guys. He just looks like kind of a beast. Although he is a little bit more of a project, I think that's why he's a little bit lower than some of these other guys. But if one of these guys falls and Zach Wilson's in that five range, oh, that's pretty tempting to move up from the Chicago Bears from twenty to to five. No, yeah, if he no, if uh, Wilson drops, he's projected to be the number two overall. But if he drops around that five range, like the fifth overall, I think the Bears can make that work. It just really depends on who's their guy, and they're going to have collaboration on who they want as their quarterback. <laughs> we all know. And if they want somebody, they've proven that they go out and get them. So whoever that guy is, whether it's Fields, Wilson, Lance, Jones, whatever, I think they're going to go Trask. get their guy. No, that's not their guy. I can guarantee you. How do you know Trask isn't their guy? He's not even going to be a first-rounder. So Why Why do you hate Trask so much? I just – I want – let it out. Let it he's out. He's not even. He's not mobile. He. I don't think he's good for today's NFL. Okay. All right. Isn't Is that, that isn't that what you need? He also. I think he has. I haven't gone too much into tape, but I think he has trouble with the processing department as well. Okay. These are some fair things to say. I just. I just wanted your opinion because you seem to brush him out of every quarterback conversation and he is probably last on the list of the guys we mentioned but a lot of people are including him in that little bubble of top tier of quarterbacks and after that you got Kellen Mond 
Jamie Newman it from re- Wake Forest. Ugh, this is disgusting. It, it really falls off after Trask. It does. So that's kind of why I I want to. However, him in that. my boy Sam Ellinger in those middle rounds, I think he could be something special. You know how I feel about Sam Ellinger. Uh, well, how would you feel if uh, the Bears signed him? Would you be secretly rooting for the Bears? Then? I'm not gonna lie. It'd be very hard for me to root against Sam Ellinger. It'd be very hard because he he is a special kid and a special football player. I don't know if he's built for the NFL, but it would take a lot for me to root against him. So I definitely wouldn't like if the Bears drafted him. I'll, I'll leave it at that. And it's just weird how the Bears bring Tom Herman on their staff as what an analyst is it? What even is his position? It's some bogus position. Just, it's a senior analyst, it's offensive Tom analyst, Herman. and special projects. Hmm, I wonder what special projects is. <laughs> the former uh, Texas head coach who was fired in January, for those that don't know, uh, worked a long time with Sam Ellinger, but that's not the only quarterback in this draft class that Tom Herman has worked with. SMU quarterback Shane Bouchel was a quarterback at Texas with Tom Herman. And when he transferred, when he lost the job to Ellinger, he transferred to SMU. Tom Herman had so many good things to say about him. So maybe that's not ruled out as well. He's he's supposed to go around the same time as Ellinger. So there's really two quarterbacks connected to Tom Herman and the Bears now. I don't know if you knew, knew that whole situation. I just, yeah, I think it's really suspect how that happens. I think they have him circled on their draft board for sure. It just makes sense. But, yeah, the Bears are in a tough situation if they don't land one of these top guys here. So we'll see how that all plays out. Yeah, and we'll we'll likely have more information on this soon. We'll, I mean, it's hard to say when a Russell Wilson move would be made. Is there a deadline on that, do you think, or a, a suspected timetable? I think at the start of free agency is really it's really important to get something done before then because you want to – you don't know what – if you're going for Russell Wilson, you're going all in. You're signing free agents. Free agents are coming in for this because I know Wilson's there. You're bringing in – you're loading every last bullet into the chamber. And if you don't, and you're kind of in a retooling situation, so you're not going out there signing massive free agents. So I think you got to get something done by the start of free agency. Now, do I think that automatically cancels them if it goes on to the draft? No. But I think for both parties, Wilson wants free agents to come. And when everyone's already signed, that's not going to happen. Yeah, I definitely do agree. The sooner the better for these trades, for both sides, really. And that makes me believe we're going to hear something pretty soon here. Now, I still don't think he's going to ultimately get traded, but I've been wrong before. Not very often, but I guess we'll see. It's just so ironic how everything's unfolding. I'm not sure how you think that nothing is going to happen. I mean, of course, there it might not happen, but I think there's a good chance that this thing happens. You mean, I mean, how do I not think that? Well, I can, I can explain. I mean, we, we, well, I mean, hold on first before you explain, 
we heard all these reasons why Deshaun Watson was coming to the Bears. Then we heard all these reasons on why Carson. No, I'm not talking to about the to the Bears. I'm saying he's not going to be a Seahawk. I mean, everyone was telling me Deshaun Watson was going to be a Texan. Oh, he's gone. Heard he's done. The, the Texans can cry about it all they want. It is just, it's ultimately going to happen. I don't think they have a reason to trade him. I stand by not that. Not the fact that he's threatening to miss the whole season. Let him do it. That's what he wants to do. <laughs> when you get, I, I've said it a million times. When you get a quarterback like that, you don't trade I don't him. see you don't the benefit to have keeping a guy around that hates your guts. Let's say you're a GM and you sit down with Sean Watson and he sits there to your face and tells you, I don't respect you. I don't want to play for you. Trade me. I'm not playing for you. And you sit there and look at him in the eyes and you're going to sit there and play hardball with him. If I was a GM and somebody did that, that's me. That's hella disrespectful. Bye. I'll find someone else. I don't care how valuable you are. And you got to also think about the egos of some of these GMs. You think he's going to sit out? For I do. Three, four years of his prime? I don't think it will go that far, but I think they would be. St- it affects everything. Nobody, no free agent's going to want to come there. It's going to create a toxic environment in the locker room. It's just a disaster. It's a time bomb waiting to happen the longer you keep this guy around. Now, if, it, if this was more like casual and he's just demanding a trade, but he said, oh, I'll show up to work if I have to, then yeah, you keep him around. But this guy is telling you he doesn't want to play there and he's not playing there. He's already said he's going to eat fines. So we'll see. We'll see if he actually does, if it comes down to that, which I think it might. But in terms of let's get back to Russell Wilson, because this is why we're here today. Yeah, we're getting way off topic now. There, This is all just a why would his agent come out and give a list of teams like everyone's saying that's like you being married and yeah, I want to be with you. But if we were to get divorced, I'm going to go sleep with this girl or blah, blah, blah. It's just. And then today, like the report saying that they're upset with him and they're not happy, they want to trade him, or they don't want to not necessarily trade him, but they want to open their phone lines and see if, you know, if the right offer comes around, we'll make a trade. So I think the whole start of the situation was Russell Wilson trying to put a little more pressure on the front office. He wants to be a little more in control. He, Maybe he's trying to pressure them to maybe go even more all in to try to win now. And I think I think it was a leverage move. I don't necessarily think, although, it, it, like I said, it, it's almost impossible to speculate because we, we don't know what is actually said by him and what his agent said and things like that. So it's, it's a lot of unknowns. So I guess it's hard to get it too into it. I think it. it has developed into a little bit more than leverage. But maybe, you may be maybe. right. It could be a leverage thing, but it's, that relationship has just has been reported, has been on the rocks, and it wouldn't surprise me if a team like the Bears or another team put up a massive package. And Pete Carroll said, yeah, well, that's too hard to pass up. I don't really think I need you that much anyway. Bye. I don't think it's that out of question. Maybe not. Maybe not. We'll find out. I think it's going to happen. If something's going to happen, it's going to be within a week or two for sure. All right. So I think 
we we've beat the dead horse enough. I think it is time to wrap it up. Do we have anything else to say before we close this one out? No, we're good. All right. Well, that will do it for our Russell Wilson special episode of the neutral zone. And we'll be back to discuss a little more about the bears next week. Hopefully Russell Wilson's a bear. I think he will be.